In a world where movies are abundant, but podcasts are... Well, well, podcasts are also abundant. Comes another podcast about movies. You're listening to... Stop Talking During Movies. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Stop Talking During Movies. I'm your host, Jesse Luke. Uh, some of you, some of you may know me as sick. Um, some of you may know me as you don't know me. But this is my little podcast. I'm trying to make it get bigger. And yes, that is what she said. Now, is this that type of podcast? No, it's not. Now, <laughs> sorry, that was stupid. All right, today my wife and I are going to be going over our top ten films from 2018. Um, now, did my wife put? A movie on her top 10 that shouldn't be on anybody's top 10 even if they only watched eight movies yes now did I put a superhero film in my top 10 yes now does that mean that this podcast has very little credibility no no this podcast has all the credibility this podcast gives you the objective true top 10 films if you're listening to my list of 2018 all right, so this movie is for basically, or this podcast is for like if, if like if you fall in between the movie snob and the philistine, that's what this podcast is for. Now we had a few issues with the audio this time again, like episode one, we had a little bit of issues with the audio. This time it wasn't. There's no humming or anything like that. But I promise you, next time. This is the last episode that will have any issues with the audio. I'm going to fix it up. It's going to be a lot nicer. Um, it's not bad, though. You'll hear it. It's not bad at all, but it's not where I would like it. And again, we're growing. And now, is that what she said again? Yes. But we are going to get better. We're going to get better at this. Um, we are going to do our top 10 from 2019, but we have a few movies we need to fit in. And yes, again, that is what she said before we do the episode. Now, I'm not going to do the, that. What she, that's what she said all the time, I promise you. But I don't know why I'm doing it right now. It's just happening. But we will watch a few more movies from 2019, and then that will be episode three, guaranteed. Episode three will be the top ten films from last year, from 2019. But this, ep- this episode is the top ten films from 2018. All right, let's just get into this episode. Let's get deep inside of this episode and do it. Oh, my wife uh, is named Tisha because she refuses to introduce herself. So yeah, that's her name, Tisha. So you're saying you had trouble making your top ten for 2018, right? Oh, you got to introduce yourself again, babe. Say hi. I'm Tisha. Tisha, they gotta know who you are. Who are they? The people. They know who I am. Okay. Everybody knows who I am. You don't have to introduce myself every time. That would be absurd. Okay, I'm here with my wife, Tisha. We're doing our top 10 for 2018. Um, okay, babe, I'm just gonna read off the top grossing movies of 2018. Okay. And you let me know if any of these are on your list. These are the top grossing movies. Gross? Yeah, so only domestic though, United States. So, um, Nate, uh, worldwide, I think this is there. All these are kind of in the same. They're all in the top five, but I think they're in a different order. Okay. Deadpool two was number five. 
Jurassic World, number four, Incredibles 2, number three, Infinity War, number two, and Black Panther, number one. I'm sorry. I think I was having a hard time paying attention to those shitty movies. Do you want to repeat them? <laughs> Dead, well, you obviously heard Deadpool 2 then. No, Deadpool I didn't 2. Hear that. <laughs> well, it was a great, a great movie. Okay, Jurassic World. I swear to God, if any of these movies are on your list, <laughs> you are officially an asshole. Here, let me, let me read these to you and then, and then I'll, I'll tell you something shocking. Okay, Deadpool 2, um, Jurassic World. Which I don't even remember seeing. I mean, I know we saw it, but I don't remember much about it. I mean, what is they Jurassic all, World? So like that a, came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's like all a, the Jurassic Parks are old. No, it's a, it's the new one with um, Star Lord. Uh, what's his name? I don't even know what Star Lord is. The actor. God damn it! This is this is horrible. Actor named Star Lord. No. <laughs> Oh no, God! See, this is why we should have to pause because I'm I'm blanking on this guy That's this guy's name, and he's a very famous actor. And Star I'm, Lord, gotcha. So uh, he Star was in Lord's it. In Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Okay. Incredibles two. Infinity War. No, I watched Incredibles two. I like that movie. Yeah, is it on your top ten? <laughs> no. uh, Infinity War. Did Spider Man come out this year? And no, it's 2019. Oh, okay. And Black Panther. Finding Kate, Nemo should so, be on my top ten. So I'll tell you, out of these you just heard, one of those is on my top ten. I didn't hear the last two. Okay, Deadpool. This is this is torture. Okay, <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have to start over. No, we're going good. You're not gonna ruin it. Deadpool two, okay. Jurassic I heard World, that one. I heard that Incredibles one. two, gotcha. Avengers: Infinity War, and Black Panther. Oh, I already know which one's on here. One top of those 10. is in my top ten. Yeah, we know which one it is. But don't spoil it if you think. Why would I? It's not a spoiler. So. You're talking to me. I know, but for and people, I know. people listening. Oh. <laughs> one of those is in my top ten. Okay, oh, so boy. now I wonder which one it is. It's for, not the first one or the last one. You would never name them in the right order. Uh, well, those were the top. Those were in order from five to one. In the high, what? highest grossing movies. Five of the year. to one. You went from the fifth to the first. Yep. So the highest grossing movie of twenty in America. It's Black Panther. It's Black Panther. Yeah. Worldwide, it was Avengers, but Black Panther was in the United States. Okay, and so the Oscars that year, the the winner of the Oscars was Green Book. Um, oh, and then it went up it. against A Star is Born, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Roma, and Vice. Are any of those on your top ten? Hold on. Will you name them again? Vice, Roma, Black Panther, Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, A Star is Born, and The Favorite. Three of those are on the Ooh, list. three. Let me see how many are mine. One, uh, two. I believe two are on my No, three. Three are on my list. Three are on yours? Three are on mine. Ooh, I wonder if they're the same ones. They're not. Well, okay. They're probably not because you, oh, I know. Mine. You know which, I think I know which one's yours then. Oh. Um. So okay. name them again so I can guess which one's yours and mine. No, no, don't guess. Why not? Because we don't want to spoil it. <sighs> okay, you can guess. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to tell you if you're right. Okay. Vice, Roma, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, A Star is Born, and The Favorite. A Star is Born, Favorite, and Vice are on yours. Well, that's uh, horrible guesses. <laughs> it's Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> Horrible the hell? That's why I didn't want you to guess. God damn it! All right, so if you're listening to this and you've Stop seen yelling. all these movies, 
kudos to you. We watched all of them. Um, okay, so let's just jump into it. Top 10. Why it's don't you? It's going to be very hard for me to remember that we're talking to imaginary people. Yeah, I don't think about that. We're just talking to each other. But you just talked to them. Okay. So we're just going to jump into it. <laughs> Tisha, why don't you start? 2008. Okay, so what we'll do is after we're done going over our top 10, we can just list off a few movies that didn't make our top 10, but almost did or whatever. You know, like Al Sarans or whatever. Okay. But if I can remember. Oh, quickly, I was going to say. I um, ended up revising my top 10 after your comment because I realized it probably belonged on there. But now I can't remember which one I edited. Oh, I didn't revise it. Okay, so, oh, before we jump in the, into this too. So 2018, mm -hmm. I believe we watched 2018 movies. We watched about 65. And then what? Yeah, 65, I think. 65 overall. On my list, there's 65 movies overall throughout the year. Um, I think we watched over 130 or 40 total movies, but like about 65 from 2018. So out of those, these are our top 10 films from 2018. Tisha, you ladies first. Ladies first. What do you want me to do first? Top 10. Number 10. What's your number 10 ranked movie? Ooh, I wonder how you're going to react to this. The Sisters Brothers. Ooh, I would not think that would be on yours. I know, but it was. It is. That's a good movie, yeah. Starring John C. Riley, Joaquin Phoenix, Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Hamad. Directed by Jock. How do you say that? Jacques Audeard. If you know how to pronounce it and you're listening to this, that's awesome for you. But I don't know how to spell it. Right there. I don't know how to pronounce um, it. A quick question. Right there. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sisters Brothers. Director of a few other movies that I've never heard of, but uh, yeah, Sisters Brothers was very good. Um, I liked it a lot. What did you like about it, Tisha? I liked the story. I liked the ending. I liked the um, dynamic between the brothers. And I liked Joaquin Phoenix. And I liked Cellophane Man. Oh, yeah. Mr. John Cellophane. C. Riley. Mm -hmm. I liked both of them. I liked both the brothers. I even liked the, the guy that was... He's the guy from... Um, is he the guy from Jake Django? Gyllenhaal? Who? The guy, the scientist. Scoot back. Um, no, he's not in there. The guy, the scientist. Um, who's the scientist? Uh, in Jane, in Django. In this movie, you dingbat. The uh, scientist. I don't even know if he was a scientist. The scientist was not. Actually, I'm misspeaking. The guy that was it, Gyllenhaal. Riz Ahmed. Oh, you're right. It was Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. No, Jake Gyllenhaal. His character reminded me of the Django Unchained character. Oh, oh. Uh, Something about their Christoph Waltz. The um, maybe it was a beard. I think the beard it reminded you. Personality. A lot of people have beards. I know, they don't but don't remind me of other people. Yeah, Jake, uh, I don't know. He wasn't really like that, though. Someone's going to agree with me. Somebody out there. Jalen Hall was a good guy in this, but he was like a bad guy, good guy. Yeah. And so was so was the Django and Chang guy. He was a bad guy, good guy. Yeah. Yeah, but they, I don't know. I mean, it didn't. he didn't have the same kind of ending to his story, but he had a similar ending. He was a good guy. I, I just thought it was a really good story. I was shocked at how much I liked this. I was not interested in watching it before we watched it, and we watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I actually wrote something down when I wrote something about this movie when we watched it relating to Quentin Tarantino. I said, I think, 
I think it was similar to how a lot of Quentin Tarantino's characters behave in these type of situations, which is like the crazy situations that was going on. Um, however, in Tarantino's movies, the lack of emotion in high stakes situation is made up for the by for the is made up by for the extremely good dialogue. I think your sentence needs to be corrected on your um, review. Tarantino's movies, <laughs> the lack of emotion in high stakes situation situations is made up for by the extremely good dialogue which which was missing in this film um though don't get me like the dialogue well that's what i was saying so don't i said after that though don't get me wrong the dialogue between the brothers was very genuine and affecting um effective and affecting uh it's rare for a movie yeah to stick the landing but this movie had a great ending do you remember the ending like how it kind of had well i don't want to say spoil the ending but i think Yes, I thought it had a great ending. Yeah, this ending had a gr- uh, this movie had a great ending. I think throughout it was really good. The I li- entire story was really good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was really good. I I liked that movie, and when I went through my list, it was difficult. You know what I bumped off and replaced this with? Hmm. Um, what it was head to head with was um. <sighs> Climax. El Royale. Oh. <gasps> The El Royale didn't make your top ten. Holy well, it was crap! This one or that one, and so that's wow. what happened. I picked Sisters Brothers. I mean, I really like El Royale. Well, we might hear a little bit more of that in in a minute. Um, Maybe. Yeah, Sisters Brothers. That was a really good movie. Didn't that make your top ten. It didn't make my top ten. It was uh, I ranked them up to twenty three. So I had twenty three movies that I considered. And I have that at about 19. But it, I don't okay. really rank it. Okay, weirdo. Let's just end your 19, 23 movies, whatever you got to say. Well, it's just outside of the top we 20. We should stick to like three minutes per movie. Okay, that's good. So that we actually have a All time. right, my number 10 was very, very, very difficult. And actually, like, I couldn't finalize it up until like right now, actually. I'm looking at them right now. I'm like, there's three movies that are all in contention and... I'll just talk about one of the movies that I'm pro. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it off. It's not gonna be on my top ten, but I think it needs to be mentioned. Is climax, uh, Gaspar Noe's film. Um, it's everything I love about movies: the way that the camera moves, the colors, the music, the long scenes. It has these uh, a collection of very long takes, and it puts the actors and actresses through like a lot of it, a lot of stress. It's a very high intense. Um, uh, a lot of high intense scenes in that movie. I really liked that movie. And then the other movie that I left off was hey, Up Upgrade. Climax. Yeah. Dialogue? The dial so it's in French, I believe. It's all French. Was there a lot of dialogue? There you was love dialogue. Okay. You said this movie was everything you loved. And I'm asking and from you. a visual standpoint and from an artistic standpoint. So when you see a, a filmmaker make a movie that's just completely there no what i hated about it was actually the dialogue there were and all the characters were not people that i liked i was like i don't want to spend time with these people and i mean i don't so if you've seen this movie and you love this movie i know a lot of people love this movie i i really like this movie i almost love this movie but there's a lot of things in there where they'll be mugging for the camera and so the camera's going through and they'll they'll do these weird like looks to the camera like i'm weird and there was a prolonged dance scene, like several prolonged dance scenes in this movie, which were impressive. But while you're watching it, unless you're really into dance or something, you're just kind of like, okay, 
what are we watching here? Like literally there was probably a five minute scene of, of the characters dancing from a static shot. Okay. Camera we wasn't moving. So a climax, I really like climax. And the other one I just barely left off was Upgrade. I really loved Upgrade. Seriously? Yeah, Upgrade was a great you movie. You are such a boy. <laughs> Upgrade was a one, it felt you. like an 80s movie remade for today. It felt like RoboCop. It felt like Terminator. This goes back Terminator. to my, my um, comment on you being a sucker for like technology. Sci-fi and, and stuff. Sci-fi and yeah. space. Upgrade, I barely left that sucker. off the list. But the one I did include on my list, number ten, I believe this is his direct uh, directorial debut, which it, it is. You Actually, I just looked it up. For three minutes. Jonah Hill's mid nineties. Ooh, that's number ten. On that is list? number ten on my list. Wow. Hey, hey, y'all not supposed to be around here. Get the fuck out. Hey, the little nigga with the Toys R Us badge, come here. Can't say nigga, I don't think. Fucking Cheryl Crow looking motherfucker. This is awesome. Never been in a car without someone's mom or dad before. You're so cute. I get the age before guys become dicks. Oh, oh fuck! Yo, My what bad. the fuck? Oh, shit. You think you're pretty cool. Your ghetto ass friends. So, yeah, that's my number 10. Um, did you like this movie? You asking me? Yeah. Yes, it's higher on my list. Oh, it's higher? So I have, I thought this movie was perfectly cast. I think it's like super authentic. Here, scoot back just a bit, babe. It's like a super authentic view of the 90s, I think. And Jonah Hill is like the perfect director for that type of movie, I think. Because he grew up in the 90s. He was a skater kid, at least from what I understand. Um, I just felt very authentic as like a, like remember in the 90s, like everybody was just kind of free range. Everybody just kind of did what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was a, it was a perfect interpretation of the 90s. It, it put me right there back yeah. in history. That, the one thing I, I felt it. and the reason why it's lower on my list and I almost subbed it out for the other movies is I didn't like anybody in this movie. Really? Yeah. Did you like anybody in there? I mean, I liked the little kid kind of because he reminded of, mainly because he reminded of us of Baby Eddie. I liked but, the, I don't remember the guy's name. The oldest kid, not the not the one with the really poofy hair, but the other kid. Uh, so not um, <laughs> what was his name? I can't remember his name. I liked actually both of them, even the poofy haired kid. He pissed me off a little bit, but I liked him. Yeah. I also like I like I I felt for the mom. I was frustrated with her because oh, her yeah. mother, and I think she was making mistakes. But I think all of the parents in the nineties fucked up. Yeah. So. I forgave her, and I felt like she was probably better than my mom, so. Yeah. Um, Maybe she was the only one I related to, but then, or not related to, but, like, liked. Um, the main the main kid was The really, older kid? Yeah, the oldest kid. He the was, black kid, uh, I'm looking at his, uh, I think it's Nakel Smith. He was good, but even him as a character, like, there was one scene in the movie where he was, like, having a heart-to-heart with uh, um, Stevie, the main kid, and... They were having like a heart to heart, but it didn't even feel like, like you hear him talking to him, giving him advice or something. And you think like, like you could go further with it, you know, like the, he wasn't well, a good influence on him. He was as good of influence as there was in I the movie. I just thought it was authentic. Yeah, yeah, it was. You have to take it for what it is. Teenage boys trying to give heart to heart. Yeah. They're going to be about that deep. Well. You know, that's, it just was too, it was so authentic. So looking at him as a character, like, in that era, 
he was probably one of the good guys. He was the moral conscience. He was like, you need to do something with your life and you need to stop. You know, he was always talking about that to his main buddy. Yeah, no, and it was real, but he was giving him like alcohol and stuff too. And you would think, I think like he really wasn't doing it that much. Hmm. Maybe you don't remember. No, I remember he was. He was, and he wasn't like he would kind of say like, "Oh, it's not a good idea," but he didn't really care. But like he what you're saying, that's it. that's an authentic thing that somebody would do. So it's not bad. It is like I think Jonah Hill was going for that, and he he did a good job with it. But um, I just didn't like it as much. Like you know, how you okay. watch a movie and you're just like, I don't like any of these characters. That's how I felt. And same with like climax too. Every character in there was just like. I don't like these people. I don't want to see a whole movie about them. And that's kind of like the mid-90s, but it was done so goddamn well that it was just, it made my top 10. Number 10. All right, number nine for you. I don't know why you always make me go first. It's kind of stupid that we go in this order when A Star is Born. What the hell? Number nine? I know. I'm so, it shouldn't even be on there, but it is. And I even put it above the other two that I really like, but... That's because of the emotional reaction I had at the end. Like, I did not love this movie. I wow. like this movie. I didn't like Lady Gaga's acting, but, like, the amount of crying that I did and the way that I felt at the end, like, my chest and throat hurt crying. Yeah. Like, it was serious. So that impact just... It just me so. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about Star is Born later because that's higher on my list. Um, all right, my number nine. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is probably on your list as well. I really liked it. This almost didn't make my list. I almost put Upgrade above it, Climax, mid-90s. When I was doing my list, I switched it all around. But Vice. I really liked uh, Adam McKay's Vice starring uh, Christian Bell, Amy Adams, Steve Carell, Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush. W. You really liked him as W, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was really good as W. Yeah, he did a really good job as W. I think everybody in this movie did a great job. I think Christian Bell was, he was Dick Cheney. Like, he just morphed into Dick Cheney, I think. I think he was amazing as Dick Cheney. And there was one scene. I yeah, to... Christian Bell is just always amazing. Yeah. He's probably one of the best actors of all time. Let me go to the scene I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Dick, are there still passenger planes in the air? I need rules of engagement. Here, well, let's get the president back online soon. You have authorization to shoot down any aircraft deemed a threat. Presidential authority? That is correct. All orders are unidir. Unidir, sir? Unless otherwise directed. By all accounts of what people saw in that room on that terrible day, there was confusion, fear, uncertainty. But Dick Cheney saw something else that no one else did. He saw an opportunity. As the world becomes more and more confusing, we tend to focus on the things that are right there in front of us while ignoring the massive forces that actually change and shape our lives and with people working longer and longer hours for less and less when we do have free time the last thing we want is 
complicated analysis of our government, lobbying, international trade agreements, and tax bills. So it's no surprise that when a monotone, bureaucratic vice president came to power, we hardly noticed. All right, goes into the torture. I really like the use of the still frames and all that stuff where they kind of just pause the movie. And I, I'm a sucker for narration. A lot of times they say in film, narration is lazy, but I'm like a sucker for that stuff. I love, I love the way that movie is put together like that. And you see in that scene, that's not Christian Bell. That's Dick Cheney. Like he is just becomes him. He morphs into Dick Cheney. I think the only thing that was a little bit distracting is Steve Carell as Don Rumsfeld. Even though I think Steve Carell is really great, whenever he talks, not whenever, but just watching the scene out of context, I just hear Michael Scott. That's what I hear. I did not place this one on my list. Wow. I do not like the still shots and the narration. I do not like that it feels like a documentary, but it's not. Um, I thought Christian Bell did an amazing job, and so did, um, what's his name for W? uh, Rockwell, Sam Rockwell. Yep. Both did amazing jobs, but it wasn't a movie. It was like, and I'm a liberal, and I hate Dick Cheney more because of this movie. But it was propaganda, and I think that that kind of ruined it in a lot of ways. It could have been a better movie had it just been a movie. Well, what's funny is uh, I'm the same way. I never liked Dick Cheney, didn't like him at all, but I came away from this movie kind of liking him a little more, (gasps) which is kind of weird because they don't portray him in a great light. But I remember after watching this, I was like, I kind of like Dick Cheney. Not that I like him, but like I empathize with him a little bit more. Um, I also know that when I was watching this movie, I never once thought, like, you know, basically like looking at my watch or anything. I didn't think, damn, this movie's long, and it's two and a half hours long, and it felt really smooth. It just rolled yeah. through. And I, I it was really, entertaining, yeah. for sure. I just didn't feel like it was a good movie for what a movie ought to be because mm. of those things I noted. Like, this was just too much propaganda. Well, and that's what I remember... Finishing that movie thinking. It was like a propaganda kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't... wasn't, A real portrayal of it, I guess. Not to say that it wasn't, but it was trying to accentuate, like, obviously it was because it had the still shots and the narration. Like, that stuff was the propaganda. The showing of, like, tornadoes and other things and, and idiot young adults dancing... Yeah, trying to get rid of the problems, like not even yeah, thinking about Yeah, it, it just was dismissive of, of, of humanity and... Well, I liked at the beginning where it said, uh, it said something to the effect of, this is a true story, we tried to get uh, all the uh, facts correct, or something I said, like, we really fucking tried, or something like that, like it flashed It was just raw. Screen. Yeah, it was yeah. raw. I would have liked that it would have been just maybe a documentary or something, rather than... It's like one yeah. or the other. I don't like the mesh of it. But then you wouldn't have been able to see Christian Bell as Dick Cheney. Yeah, exactly. So either stick to it as a movie or stick to it as a documentary. Yeah. All right, you're number eight. Is it my turn to do number eight? Yeah. Star is born number nine. You're you're going to not... Roma. (laughs) (sighs) I put Roma above Star is born. I even put it above Sisters, Brothers, and El... All right. Camino or whatever that damn... Um, Yeah, Bad Times at Royale. 
Um, so El Camino. What's Roma? Why Roma? Like because I don't think you appreciate it enough. That's not why. I'm saying you're not. I appreciate it. I watch it, and the story, the the silence, the scene with the baby. Oh yeah. I mean, there was just too many really good, very beautiful scenes, and it was in black and white. Yeah, all black. But and it was white. still beautiful. Like it was not an ugly movie. No. And everything that happened was just like you felt it and you were just like man this is like you you experienced those lives silently but you still experienced them the simplicity of them and then the comp complexity of them it was just i don't know i just felt like it was a really it was a really beautiful movie the yeah something i so i think what i i just the pacing of it and it felt like it did feel real. It felt raw. It felt like we were dropped into their world. Yeah. And I liked that. And I like some of the shots, but it just was too slow paced and dull. Oh, I did me. not think it was. There were some dull. great scenes. Like you're saying, the baby mm -hmm. scene was very intense. There was a scene on the, the beach. Ocean. Yeah, it was that was beautiful. The fire scene. That was pretty good. I mean, all yeah. the there were a lot of good scenes. The fighting scene, like the riots. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive. There was a lot of good scenes. It seemed like you were in that era. It was a snapshot into a world that we just don't even have experience with. And I think the reason you dislike it so much is the lack of dialogue. That's my only thing that I could really... That's the, that's the only excuse I have for you. <laughs> I just wasn't drawn in. That's I, all. I, I was not at all bored. The entire time I was watching it, I was interested. You're probably close. You're probably more have a better view on this movie than i do i'm in the minority everybody loves this movie movie i think for critics this was like the number one movie of the year for critics um but i just didn't like it very much but i so alfonso Cuaron is the director he directed gravity um which remember gravity we, i liked gravity it had some problems with the science that kind of pissed me off children of men that's one of my favorite yeah movies. and it's so well directed this director just knows how, he, his shots are incredible all his, the cin cinematography and all his movies are incredible so then how could he, you question me on liking it no no, no. I, i'm exist. asking you why like i just didn't it didn't connect with me at all but you know he directed great expectations oh that's one of my favorite yeah, movies which is too. one of your favorite movies so he did that one he so. also did a little prin princess which i've been trying to watch with you and zai the little princess movie but she's already seen it but he's done those movies and uh, a few other movies i haven't seen any other of the other ones but yeah, I guess you're like in the majority with Roma because a I'm lot not, of critics love Roma. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not necessarily saying I love it. I just think that it was a good movie and the fact that it... Did it win? Uh, Roma did not win. Oh. Green Book won. The thing is, if it would have won, I wouldn't have been like, that was a mistake. Yeah. You know, the artist, when the artist yeah, won, yeah. that's how I felt. And I kind of compare this to that because it had a lot of that black and white, the quietness, slower pacing, yeah. slow, the pacing, but it just wasn't as good of a movie at all. Um, and that one won. And so the fact that this didn't win that year is kind of shocking to me because what won was not appropriate. Green Book was one of the most middle of the road and this is probably a spoiler to our lists, but uh, I don't have it on my list. Green Book was a very... I liked Green Book a lot, um, but it's right there. I mean, I don't know. I it just don't. I think it's a middle of the road movie, and yeah. I felt like that with Roma. But I don't. 
I, I can understand why people would like Roma. Like, you love Roma, or I really like Roma. I can understand that. Whereas Green Book, if any, anybody told me that that was their favorite movie of the year, I'd be like, what are you talking about? How can that be the best movie you've seen? Unless you've only seen, like, three movies or something. Yeah, it was not a good... I mean, it was barely good. It was entertaining. Yeah. It wasn't hard to watch. But it wasn't... A great movie. I'll say sure you, shit shouldn't have won. Yeah, I'll say if you watch if you watched it again, you'd probably because I watched a few scenes for it uh, recently, and it's very good. When you watch it, you, you know, if you remember the scene where he's like eating chicken in the back seat, mm-hmm. or he's being forced to eat it by the uh, the driver with his hands. It's good, mm-hmm. man. It's good. It, it's really good. It, it's, it just it's didn't fun and feel authentic. It didn't feel real. It felt like. Um, it felt like we were watching a theater performance. That's how I felt about mm-hmm. it. And I don't think movies are good if they don't feel real. If there if there's no authenticity to it, it's done for me. And that's kind of how I feel about that. It was entertaining, but it was inauthentic. Yeah. All right. Well, my number eight, this was a little higher on my list, but I watched a bit of it recently just to see where I think it would fit. And... Uh, I had to drop it down a little bit. I still think it's a very good movie. I have it rated as a very good movie. Uh, John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. Hmm. I thought that was very... I love how the entire first... Or not even the first half, but most of the movie is pretty quiet. But it manages to maintain a a high-intensity horror-type film. With most of the uh, screaming or the loudness being taken out of the film. So I really like this movie. John Krasinski, I, th- I think this is his first film he's ever directed. Um, if I'm wrong, he's probably done, maybe he's done some other things. He, he stars in it uh, with his wife, Emily Blunt. Uh, I believe that's his wife. I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn. And then um, everybody, the kids were great in it. I think it was a very good movie. Is this the same kid from Hereditary? No, I know. I knew you were gonna say. You said that when we watched it. Too. You're like, is it Melissa, 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 Millicent, Millicent Simmons is her name, and I really love that. I think that name's cool. But no, every it's not Millicent the same one. that you've looked at though looks like that. Mm, I guess, kind of. Don't name your kid Millicent. I know. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there was a lot of. Yeah, that's rude. I'm not trying to be rude. There's a lot of uh, things that were really well done about this movie. I love how, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but if you're thinking you live in a world where you have to be quiet in order to survive, the elements they add to this movie were great. The nail, the baby, the deaf child. Like, all these things really come together very well, and I thought I think it was very well done. So, yeah, I agree. Quiet Place is my number eight. It's about as much as I have to say about that. Okay, you're number You're not going to watch anything with it? No, we're not going to do that, no. So, here's... It's a quiet movie, so there's no... Like... Here's what I want to say. My seven, six, and five are all, like, head-to-head. Okay. And the way I made my list is I said, do I like this one better or that one better? And these three I liked better than all of the ones before and less than all i mean better than all the ones after and less than all the ones before but i can't really decide which i like more in the group two of them we've already talked about so i'm going to name all three of them this is five six and seven for me oh shit and this is in no particular order But I'll name the ones we've already talked about first, starting with A Quiet Place. Oh, nice. And then Mid-90s. Nice. And yeah. then Private Life. Private Life? I know. You told me it I took it off list. and I put it back on. Oh, Private Life. Yeah, so A Private Life, 
Uh, we'll watch a little uh, clip of Private Life. But I feel like they're all like I. They all are different, and I appreciate them and like them for different reasons. Um, but but um, I feel like I can't place any of them above the other. Yeah, I can see that a Private Life. Um, uh, directed by Tamara Jenkins, um, starring Paul Giamatti and uh, Catherine Hahn. Um, oh, Molly Shannon's in there too. I think this movie was difficult for me. I think if I rewatched all these movies, these 23 that I considered, this movie very <laughs> 23. well. 23 that I considered, this movie very well may be top five. I mean, I, I really like this movie. Let's just watch this really quick. But it's not on your list now. I myself at 50 in some block association meeting trying to prevent the opening of a new bar. Richard, we're not turning 50 on East 6th Street. On 47. Wasting my Having a baby is an immoral act. Overpopulation, climate change, rise of neo-fascism. Did you take your Valium? Yes. Why? They're trying a by any means necessary approach. I thought they were done with all that and they were trying to adopt. They're still doing that. They're like fertility junkies. Your best chance for success is with the donor egg. He's out of his mind. There's a lot of positives. Oh, it's easy for you to say. You'll have your genetic contribution. And me, I'm just left out. Don't even... Uncle Richard and Aunt Rachel said I could stay at their place anytime I want to. They're not in any position to take care of anyone but themselves right now. My mom told me you guys had a lot going on, but I had no idea. This is a really bad time for me to be crashing here. No, not at all. Really? Because I have friends in Bushwick. Oh, no, we're so no, glad that you're here. No. Dreams are nothing more than... So how's college going? Everyone is so convinced of their own artistic promise. And I'm like, hey, my uncle is an award-winning theater genius, and my aunt is a real-life playwright, and they're over 40, and still have to live in a rent-stabilized apartment on Avenue A with, like, drunks and graffiti in the front. So don't talk to me about the sacrifices you're making to be an artist, okay? That scene <laughs> is the best. That scene right there almost makes me want to, like, I am wrong to not have this in my top ten. Um, yeah, I really love this movie. Watching, like, the trailer again, it's like, man, if I, like I said, if I watched all the movies over again, this might be top five. As it is, it's an also ran. Here's what you have to think about. Do you want to watch this again? Yeah. Do you want to watch Climax again? Uh, yes. Liar! Yeah, Liar! No, no. It's a horrid but movie. But here's the thing. Not all the best movies I necessarily want to watch over and over again. I'll tell you this. Uh, don't spoil it. My number one is not one that I want to revisit all the time. Um, all the time? Come on. I'm not talking about all the time. I'm talking about watchability. This movie has a, a big watchability for me. It's like, huge. I feel like... It's such a good movie. Yeah. Like, she... Both of these characters, the... The husband and wife, they yeah. are just, they're so authentic. Yeah. They're real people, um, such good actors, acting, um, so raw, so real. The teenager, whatever she is, young adult, was just hilarious and yeah. so, so just oblivious to real life and ignorant and just saying stupid shit without realizing it. It's just perfect. Yeah, I think just that, perfect. that aspect of it, her, the dialogue that she had, I, I thought was perfect. I didn't like her that much, though. Not to say that she wasn't great. I just don't... When I'm looking at all these movies, I'm like, what's great about these movies? And what's great 
about this movie is less than some of the other movies. Is that what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I don't, I, okay. but so I find it's his own. I'm just going to say, um, what I disliked about it was the ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 thing that's too. what yep. kind of made this almost not make my list just yeah. because of the ending, the ending. And it wasn't horrible. It was just kind of like, okay, it was, un, it was underwhelming, underwhelming. And there were a lot of parts with her. I thought the young girl that was underwhelming. I thought the best parts about it were with, Paul Giamatti, which I think is one of the best actors in the world, period. Um, and uh, Catherine Hahn is great as well, I think. They, they were just amazing. Like, yeah, this is a great movie. This is a great okay. choice, I think. Wonderful. So you did three movies. So you go ahead and catch up. All right. Well, I'll do um, number seven. This was a little bit low, or a little bit uh, lower, but I switched it out for Quiet Place. Bad Times at the El Royale. <laughs> First time at the El Royale? You have the option to stay in either California or Nevada. I always want to stay in the honeymoon suite, even though I'm not currently on my honeymoon. <laughs> what are you doing out here? I got a job singing in Reno tomorrow. Don't pay nothing, but uh, singing, singing. <laughs> this is not a place for a priest, Father. You shouldn't be here. Yeah, so I really love this movie. I think it was, when, when you're watching this, what was great about this movie was the dialogue was... It was just constant. It was a like Quentin Tarantino, very similar to Quentin Tarantino mm -hmm. movie. Everybody in the movie could carry their own film. Like we we saw, um, I forget her name, but she played Harriet. She carried her own film. You got Thor here. Uh, he could you know carry his own film. Everybody in this movie could carry their own. Thor their own could film. carry anything. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about Thor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I really like. He this movie. should be in every movie um, with his shirt off. <laughs> Well, uh, it's possible that uh, another movie that he's in. Uh, oh, shut up! Might, we all know your possibilities. Might, might be. Uh, uh, I just, I just want to say about this movie. My favorite thing about this movie is uh, Cynthia. Oh yeah, um, she is amazing. Yeah, her she was singing, great. everything like her acting, her singing, her character. It was beautiful. It was, it was so good. Um, I was very disappointed in this movie, though, and a lot of other things. Why? Specifically the ending. I don't like movies where, you know, mostly everything bad happens. Yeah. And then, like, you might get a spark of positivity, but it's, like, a bummer. Yeah. Um, and then it, it was did. just a little too cartoonish for yeah. me. I enjoyed the, um, it was very Quentin Tarantino-y, but not quite. Yeah. Not quite Quentin. I enjoyed the visuals. I enjoyed the costumes from the era. I enjoyed the story a lot. Um, it just reminded me of being in Tahoe, Reno area. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't happy with most of what happened with most of the characters. Yeah, I did have like a very, very chaotic and grim type ending. Um but I love the build-up to it. It was kind of like a mystery the whole way through. But I yeah. agree. It wasn't... Yeah. Everything wasn't as... Ca like, Tarantino does something similar to this. But when you're watching a Tarantino movie, you're 100% captivated, usually. And you some... like the ending most of the oh, time. Yeah. Like, in almost every Tarantino movie, you're like, oh, that was a good ending. Yeah, like, he nailed You're it. happy with the ending. You're satisfied. And this was very cartoonish, which also Tarantino does. There's a lot of cartoon violence, cartoon people 
Um, and that's the same here, but I really like this movie. I think it was super entertaining. It's probably one of the most entertaining movies of yeah, the year. Yeah, it's very entertaining. Um, my number six, we'll just move on to that. Um, I have. I want to set up a clip here really quick but because I want to sh show why this is on, on my top. But number six, this is the one you're going to hate the word, the most, is Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Such this a movie joke. had been built up for over 13, 14 years. You're such a boy. No. Why this movie oh is so great. It, it's kind of a cheat. Because this movie is built upon so many different characters and so many different movies uh, that it... If it st stood on its own, who, who knows? Maybe I would think this is not that great of a movie. But as it is, when this next scene that I'm about to play happened... I really felt it. I think the consequences felt real. Everything about all the character development that had been built up to this point felt worth it. Everything kind of just worked in this movie. Um, I think it is, you know, it's a superhero movie. It's people flying around doing crazy stuff. But it's I really. It's your other guilty pleasure. Sci-fi and superhero. It's the number one grossing You're movie of the year. You're such a sucker. Number one grossing movie you of the year. You want to talk crap about me and the masses with Roma? And the real masses are looking at superhero movies. Well, I no, They're I'm not. Oh, so nerdy! Oh my god, that looks so bad. Well, you know what? There's one good thing about this movie. What's that? You're looking Thor. at it. <laughs> Chris, Hem so Avengers: uh, Infinity War, starring Chris Hemsworth. All right, so this scene right here just put it over the top for me. I think it was built up perfectly, and it and it lived up to what it was achieving what it was trying to achieve i think it achieved it fully. i kind of just wanted everybody to die though jesus christ Tish. i mean i feel like i feel like he had a point <laughs> god damn hippie oh i'm so sad for him he just cares about the earth CGI. The snap, and he ends half the half the universe, and and why only half? Like that's well, pretty gracious. That's why Endgame comes in. So he ends half the universe. Okay, but you got to think about this. Okay, now Thanos snaps his finger, but you get to choose which half of the family is going. No, I wouldn't take any of my family. I just, <laughs> just everybody, everybody else. else. So I really think this worked. I think all the character development up to this point uh, but worked. But if you really want to know, it's going to be the teenager. Just kidding. <laughs> I love that kid. <laughs> so Avengers Endgame, uh, Infinity War, my number six. Uh, spoiler alert, Endgame's on my top for 2019. All right, so I'll go to number... <sighs> where are you at? You're so unfortunate. Where are you I'm at? I'm at number five. I just ended. You need to give us your number five. Oh, my number five. All right. Because I'm in my top four. Number five, we are definitely getting a scene. I... Loaded up the scene. I love this scene. I think this movie really surprised me. I think it was great. Love this movie. How about you just say the movie? This and is then actually tell us the first, uh, as I rate movies, this is the first one on my list that I rate as a great movie. Four out of five stars. Blind Spotting. Woo! 
Ooh, I am so glad you love that movie. So I love this scene. Okay, so he... Maybe you should stop for a minute and let me talk about what my next movie is. Oh, Blind Spotting? You're number four? <laughs> yeah. Number five and four for us. So yep, number five for... Yep, number four. So this I'm going to play... number four. Yeah, this is a great movie. I think if you haven't seen this movie, you it's a smaller movie. It went by the wayside. People didn't really I know. watch it's, this. It's shocking because I kind of feel like... The movie that won this year was just like, you know, trying to be pro-diversity. And it was like, if you were going to pick a pro-diversity movie, you should have picked a good one. Because there are a couple of good ones that were left out. Well, and also, yeah, it's dealing with similar issues to Green Book and um, Black Klansmen. But this movie does everything so much better. It's so good. If you, man, this movie is so good. So this is a scene. So good. And it's Oakland. Although I feel like. And I'm I'm pretty sure that the bum at the beginning dancing is the one that drew my portrait. Oh yeah. You met that guy. So there's a guy, there's a bum in in the bum. I'm certain of it. There's a homeless, what would we call it? A homeless American. Is a homeless person a bum? A homeless American at the beginning dancing. And Tisha may have met that guy when she went to I'm not 100% certain. We need to look and see. But he was a very tall, old gentlemen so i may be this may actually come to think of it, it could be considered a little bit racist here i'm picking a movie that stars a black man uh stars a lot of black people and i'm playing a clip that's the lone or one of the lone white dudes in the movie but this guy the uh, i forget i forget his name is rafael casal casal i don't really know who he is but he played this guy miles in this movie is he white it's white as shit rafael sounds like oh a yeah not maybe somebody's white as shit in this movie but his character in this movie is just like an all-time memorable character. Like Leonardo. I think. He's so goddamn good in this movie. Leonardo's white. So yeah, Raphael could be white. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, so he, uh, Miles gets a hold of some female, um, like, what? what is that called? Hair, I don't know. I don't items. recall this scene. This Remember? isn't this isn't a scene that oh. I would pick. Oh yeah, well, I'd crap. pick the rap. Put your scene. headphones on. You're gonna listen I'm to this. I'm going Tell, to. I guarantee you're gonna pick this scene. This was a great scene, and it, it's it exemplifies what he did in this movie. Just fast talking, slang. Uh, so he's your favorite the, thing about this movie? Um, he's definitely the best uh, actor in this movie. I think. Um. Uh, the lead, David Diggs, I think he was good, but he was a little bit distracting, I think, yeah. especially compared. I had a lot of that distractions. Yeah. He just had too much of a puppy dog look to him. But this had a lot of rap in it, too, which is yep. awesome. Like, it, it a lot of rap in the... In the it, it actually, was, they It was wrapped it. up really nicely. Yeah, it wrapped up really nicely. And I think if they would have went... This, this would have uh, turned a lot of people off, but I think if they would have went full musical on this... Where they only kind of went halfway musical, uh, or not even halfway. They went like ten percent musical in this movie. If they would have committed to it, I think it would have been a like an a rap musical. Gra- yeah, rap. Maybe musical. that's your next movie. I would have loved this movie more than I did. I love I love this movie as it is. But so there's a, a scene where he gets a bunch of hair salon supplies and he's trying to sell it to like this black barber shop that uh, Gina, the uh, forget her name. You is. don't have to explain. The yeah, thing. I don't Let's explain the whole thing. But listen it. to how okay? he Let's he just sells play the stuff. Damn thing. He stands up on a table, and he's trying to sell this equipment to this black barbershop, and he's white as shit. Okay, just hit play, because you're being so weird. Flat irons, top of the line, metallic, heat-absorbent alloy, metal. Uh Uh-uh. Who the fuck said you could talk in my Melissa shop? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. 
This finna been a show you want to watch. We've got ceramic and titanium, some for home, some for travel, wide plays for long weaves, short plays for thinking about going all natural. Boy, please, those look old. These are from the cosmetology school after just one class. Out the box, but not quite out of gas. They use the best mm -hmm. to teach the worst to become the best, and the best is right here, and that's what you deserve, so forget the rest. I mean, come on, people. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you, you haven't even told me how much yet. Mm -hmm. And Mama Liz does not enjoy suspense. I don't even like suspense movies. I don't either. Fuck Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Fuck him. And M. Shamal Knight, that motherfucker should kiss my ass, too. Mm -hmm. Makes me nervous. Let me ask you <laughs> something. How much is that one you're holding right now? 140. $140? I would never. These have got to be at least a third of the price of that, and hand to God, I bet they work better. OK. Just a West Oakland homegrown bay boy about his town business. Matter of fact, 100% of the proceeds today are actually going towards bilingual education Ooh, wow. for the youth of Oakland. Okay. And it's gonna help men transitioning out of incarceration towards finding a better life and having a second chance because that is what our community so desperately needs. Mm -hmm. I feel it, you feel it, we all feel it, we all know it. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. How we know these work. Yeah, so that, <laughs> see, notice you don't want that scene to stop it. Now we're getting to the great movies, I think. Okay, so. I just need to say, um, I like Tisha Campbell a lot. Yeah, yeah, Not just Tisha because Campbell. she has oh, yeah, my she has name, name. But I, You know what's funny is I because called her she's Gina a earlier. really good yeah. actress. I can't believe you called her Gina. I, know, I didn't even know name. who you were talking about. Yeah, Gina from Martin. <laughs> Damn, oh my Gina. God. Yeah, Th that is that is it's just a great movie. Yeah, it's, it's just a great movie. And the dialogue is like rap. That's what it is. It's like this quick da -da 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 spitting like all the, the dialogue in that movie is just really mm. great. I love that movie. Can't believe I rated it higher than you. Four. You got it at four. But you didn't include it uh, in Infinity War, though. Why you would you throw that, that garbage in there? If you included that, it would be. Uh, is Infinity higher. War above this for no. you? No, I just this is number five. Then how Infinity is it? Infinity War is number six. This it, is my number four. Yeah. How is it that Infinity War... Is Infinity your number three? Oh, my God, you're on. Oh, okay. Crack. Talk about Infinity War number Go three. Go ahead. What's your number four, Biatch? Wait, is this your number four? Oh, number Beach. four. All right, now we can talk about it. A Star is Born, number oh, four. Loudy. Now we can talk about it. So We as, already talked about it. Yeah, we did talk about it. A Star is Born, I, um, I just... It was just shy of a masterpiece for me. I think there were a few things that were missing, but... I love this movie. I there were so many scenes in there. Like so, there's a scene. It's early on, so it's not really a spoiler. But he, um, he, he being uh, Bradley Cooper's character brings, and it's directed by Bradley Cooper. I should mention that Bradley Cooper brings uh, Lady Gaga onto stage for the first time. And when she's sitting there and she's all tensed up and she she doesn't want to go out on stage because there's a t big crowd and. You hear the crowd roaring, you hear the music, and he's just like, you got to trust me. And he walks out there, and you see, and she does such a great job in this movie where you just see her, that anxiety building up. She's so tense, and she doesn't want to go out, but she wants to go out on stage, and she can't. And then she finally goes out there, and she just experiences the roar of the crowd and and performing, which is, you know, her love. She loves to do it, but she's nervous all the time. 
that felt so real to me and I, I loved it. And, it and and part of it is because I have experienced that, you know, and I know what it's like to be up on stage and do that kind of thing. And I, it just really hit home with me. And I, and not just that, I think it should hit home for anybody watching this movie is just Bradley Cooper, one of the all time great actors. He was incredible in this movie. And I think Lady Gaga was incredible, but next to him, she yeah. didn't even she even paled in comparison to him but That's, she was great in my opinion you didn't like her no i think what frustrates me is lady gaga i love she's a she's an amazing artist yeah. uh, musical artist she's not a good she's a she's a decent she's a good actress she's not a great actress and that's what is distracting because bradley cooper was amazing and you know what's sad to me is that i think what you love really is the story and the story is great but what's sad to me is um cynthia i feel like cynthia would have been a better casting for this because she's an amazing actress and singer Oh, yeah, And yeah. if she was in this role, it would have been probably so much better because she's such a great actress and singer, but she's being put in movies like Harriet and, I mean, El Royale, which is a good entertaining movie, but it's not letting her skills shine. Yeah. And I just feel like that's the problem is they said, well, who's a popular actress? How can I get this movie some attention? I'm going to throw Lady Gaga in there. Lady Gaga is not a great actress. I mean, who's a, who's a popular art uh, musician? Um, she's just not a great actress. And it was too distracting to me. But she's a great singer. And music can really hit you. And that's... That's why it's on my list at all. Yeah, for me, it's way higher because I bought everything she was doing. I thought I she didn't. was incredible. I'm super distracted. I, I thought she was amazing. I thought he was amazing. What keeps this from being... He's amazing. Yeah. What keeps this from being a masterpiece for me and higher on my list than number four is it felt too quick. So everything just happened mm-hmm, so quickly. Mm-hmm. And when a movie is like that the tension is is uh, let down a little bit. It just felt like everything moved too quickly. But even that being said, as being nitpicky, I think this is a great movie. Um, uh, this is an e- example of a great scene in this movie. I think it's one of the best scenes of this year. Um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, it's a fight scene. They're in the bath. T- uh, she's in the bathtub and he's sitting outside of the bathtub. And he's obviously drunk. So this is... I just want to say, I was siding with him the whole time. And that's why the ending was so hard because she just pissed me off. She pissed you off? <laughs> the second half of the movie, I just hated her mm. character. Didn't For this reason, what they're fighting about. I'm just trying to figure it out. That's all. <clears throat> why what are you, you coming around me with out? an ass like that? What are you, you saying? Why you walk around with jeans? Why you keep on coming around with an ass like that? Yeah, that's that? my song. Yeah, what, I what, know, what about song. my song? I fucking listen to it over and over and fucking. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just keep drinking. That'll give you the I answer. I don't know. Maybe I just fucking failed you. It just you kills what? Me. I'm sorry. I just... You failed? Yeah, you're embarrassing, and it's just you know I feel <laughs> I'm bad for embarrassing. You. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm not fucking embarrassing. You're you, embarrassing. And you know what you're doing you know, is you're so embarrassed of I your fucking self know. that you got to put me down. You're, you're ugly and you're not. I'm trying to tell you that. So you need to get all this fucking approval by all these other people. And it's, I I just, why can't approval. I just you be enough for like you? You know what I'd like is my, for my boyfriend to love you know. me. Actually, for my husband yeah. to Who's love me. Who's your fucking boyfriend? You have a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, I've got a boyfriend. That hurts. Yeah. 
boyfriend. Call me your fucking boyfriend. You're my boyfriend. You're my boyfriend if you don't treat me like your wife. I don't even know what that fucking means. It means clean your shit up. You're fucking messy. That's what it means. Well, that's not true. Oh, it isn't? Mm-mm. Well, let's go. You want to be my drinking buddy? I'm going to practice. I don't think you could handle it. You don't? Let me see. You and you know why? Because you're too worried go. about what everybody else is thinking. Go. You can't here even concentrate go, on one fucking thing. Dad, That's right. Buddy, yeah. yeah. You couldn't be my dad if you fucking tried. He had more talent in his fucking finger than you have in your whole fucking body. So don't even fucking go there about that, all right? That's over the fucking line. Why don't you have another drink and we can just get fucking drunk until mm -hmm. we fucking disappear, okay? Hey, you got those pills in you're your pocket? You're just fucking ugly, That's Hey, all. you got... I'm what? You're just fucking ugly. Get the fuck out! Get out! Yeah. That's a great scene, babe. You can't tell me Lady Gaga's not fucking killing it. Uh, no, I'm not sold. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I just, I don't know, I just hated her the whole time, too. So, yeah, I can see that. I can see her not being a character you like, but watching that, I mean, this is why this is so high on my list. This is a great movie, and... Yeah, I don't know. I love this movie. I think it's really great. The only thing is it just happened too quickly, and that's the only flaw I see in it, but uh, I don't know. I really love that movie. That's my number my number four. All right, your number three. Ooh, I'm going to minimize that. My number three. Something playing in the background. Can you check? No, we're good. <sighs> I'm assuming you probably don't even have this on your okay, list. I'm thinking not, maybe. Mm -hmm. The kindergarten teacher. Jesus Christ. Oh my God! It was, the kindergarten how teacher. How dare you laugh? Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh my God! Oh and my I, God. I was like teetering on blind spotting in this one, and which one to go where. Okay. And so this one, yep, that's those are the two. Those two were like interchangeable. I'm like, oh, which one goes ahead of which? Blind spotting could potentially be above it, or vice versa, where it is now. But that's that's what's listed as my number three right now. All right, sorry, something was playing in the background. All right, so kindergarten teacher, um, what did you love about this movie, Tisha? Made Maggie my list last week. I mean, probably, yeah. Maggie, um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's really it. She's amazing. And the story, the story, and then just what was happening, the whole damn thing. Like, she was so delusional, but at the same time, she was not. She was literally the only one that cared. It was a perfect portrayal of, like, everything that's wrong with our society Jesus, when it comes Russ, to school and education and and the stifling of it and and then a, having a teacher having a, even an employment having somebody passionate about their work and they look at they look at their job and what they do and they really truly honestly care about it and they care so much that they're willing to do things that like are super illogical and they, and she doesn't even realize it the whole time it just it was just too perfect for me I didn't see anything wrong with it. I didn't see any moments where it was like, that didn't fit. That didn't work out. That didn't make sense. That wasn't believable. Like, it was all so believable. She genuinely cared so much about what she was doing. She sold me on it 100%. Um, the whole storyline, the kids' reaction to everything, the kids' parents' reactions to things, the dismissiveness. It was just like a perfect example of, of what's stifling American education. 
and Man. and what people like what happens to people who actually care and if they actually put themselves out there and try and try to be better and try to move outside of our like social constraints they're crazy that's you, crazy i didn't get <laughs> half of that shit from that movie i just thought i it was got great from that movie, i just can't even i got a good performance by maggie gyllenhaal and an okay story oh my god it was and beautiful what i hated what i didn't like i actually didn't like this about this movie is for one i'm not a big fan of poetry which is oh weird. my god it's weird considering but even when they were playing poetry in this movie and when they were doing giving examples of it i thought it was bad poetry i was like what uh, you're so stupid. The, the, like, the even or, if it the, was, it doesn't matter. Oh, but, but it wasn't. The, what annoyed me was... It was like a haiku, I know, you but know? what annoyed me is that... And I don't want to shit on your movie. It's your number three movie, so that's cool. That's awesome. I think, I'm glad this movie Go gets, ahead. Tell people what annoys you about it. I'm, I'm not going to be offended. I'm just going to think you're dumb. I'm glad this movie <laughs> is getting some props because I rated it as a good movie, but... There were things like... Good I, for you. Good movie. I didn't like... Like, I literally didn't like the fact that... The little kid would tell, say a poem. So this is what the movie is about. The movie is about a kindergarten teacher that discovers a young kindergartner that is a genius at writing poetry. And he doesn't know it. He's like a savant poet. I um, don't know that they would call him savant. No, he's not a just, savant. Yeah, like a he's genius. He's just genius. like genius. He's yeah. very talented at it. Naturally talented. And, he, and then she takes his poems and... Try like she's in a po. She loves poetry, yeah. And she's in a taking classes, and her poems are getting shit on. And then she takes the kid's poem and reads it, and then the teacher's like, "What? Like that was so good. You're really improving." Uh, yeah, but then when he when she she read it, and the teacher's like, "Oh my god, what is that?" I, as an audience member, was looking like, "What the hell? That sounds like a kid's poem. This is not a great poem." What do you? Like, I think one of them was, like, the house is yellow, like a sign from God or something like that. And I was like, no. Yeah, I think you're just, it's, you're I mean, being you're, weird. I know, but there were a lot of things I did okay. like about this. Maggie Gyllenhaal was great. I I think the ending of this movie teetered on greatness, and it was very good. And I thought it was going to get, like, a lot darker. I don't know. And if what is it, like, 29 of your 23? It's not even on your list of twenty three bullshit movies. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I like this. It, shouldn't be the top ten. This should be the top Jesse's top twenty three. <laughs> really, was... Jesse's top twenty three of twenty eighteen because he watched sixty four movies you and that's almost that half. Many as well. I know, but I don't even remember them all. I know. And I've watched more. Maybe I watched the same number but different make. Yeah, you watched. I think I only watched a few movies that you didn't watch that. Um, and I watched a few you didn't watch. Yeah, that's true. Like the Red Rose one or whatever. Red Rose? What was it? I don't know. It's the red-headed artist. You might have really liked it if you would have watched it. Red-headed artist? It's just like some chick. Can redheads be art? I don't know. All right. Are you done with Kindergarten Teacher or you have more to say? You weren't going to play this? I feel like you had something ready to play and then decided to monologue. Yeah, because we talked about it. How about you just hit play? All right, here we go. This is a... uh, I think you need to realize, put your headphones on. How good. Are you playing a trailer? Trailers are I teach kindergarten. No, trailer's not good enough. That's such a delicate thing, right? You give the kids something and then they, yeah, they have it forever. The sun 
It's her yellow house. It's almost like a sign from God. Was that a poem? <laughs> that was a poem. The sun hits her yellow house. It is almost like a sign from God. Wow. With so few elements, do you think something very, very complex? Yeah, that was the example that I didn't like. But I watching this, like I remember she is a very she she was great. She was really great. I would say like if they considered her for an Oscar or you know, one of the top performances of the year, she definitely deserved it. She portrayed a kindergarten teacher perfectly. And even just watching it now, you're looking at it, it's like, Yeah, that's a kindergarten teacher. She did a great job. Hmm. But yeah, I just didn't the poetry yeah and you and... played the trailer and you ended it early because it was annoying to you like i asked you to do on the other ones without you understanding why <laughs> what you just didn't like this movie it's fine you don't have to but well no we just when you get mad that i um yeah and that's how i felt about the earlier crap <laughs> so okay Fair just enough. making points Fair anyway enough. move on what's All your right, number three my number three uh I think this is a also a great film that I uh, I rated as a great film directed by Alex Garland. He also directed Ex Machina, Annihilation. What? Interesting. Sci-fi. I told you, sucker for sci-fi. No. Start from the beginning. What do you think I do when you're away? You think I'm out in the garden, pining, looking up at the sky? <laughs> Why aren't you here? I gotta leave a day early. Your husband's here. Let me see him. He's extremely ill. You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. We've sent in drones and teams of people, but nothing comes back. But something has. I love that goddamn music. Jesse, I just need to say something. Yes. One, you literally played a trailer that was 90% music. Yeah, it was Two, too, too much music. Yeah. I can't remember my two now, but I know it's important. You're a sucker for sci-fi. This is a great goddamn movie. It's an it's a decent movie. No, this is a great movie. Oh my god! You remember the ending on this movie? This yeah, is one of the best endings good. I've ever seen in movies. No, period. It was just really unfortunate. The oh, whole thing. This took so many chances. I love I Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Yes, she was so good. And she, Oscar Isaac, her husband. She gets to be like the star of this. But the ending was kind of nonsense. None oh. of it was believable. Oh. Jesus I Christ. I was just like... The nightmare bear. Borderline tired of watching it entertained as I was watching it. Oh my and freaked out because it's got a lot of jump scare stuff. This I don't is a know. Beautiful movie. I love this movie. Okay. I watched it twice because I wanted to make sure what I because so this is one of the movies like there's sometimes I watch a movie and I really love it the first time, but I'm like, I don't think that movie's as good as I think it was. Maybe there was something going on that day that I felt better. So I'll rewatch it and I'll be like, oh, okay, I really like that movie, but it wasn't as great as I thought. And that happened this like year. Like the quiet place. 
uh, yes, that happened with Quiet Place and also from this year, 2019, or last year, 2019, Ad Astra. I watched it a second time and I was like, look, I still love that movie, but it's not quite as great as I thought. This movie was the opposite. I watched it, uh, or it's not really the opposite. I watched it and I really liked it, but I rated it as a four-star movie. And I was like, I, th I think this is better than that because I keep thinking about it. And the music, I love the music. And I think the ending is one of the best endings of movies. I really love the way this movie ends because it takes a, a huge chance. It could have been goofy and weird and silly. But I love the way this ended. If, you, if you've seen this movie, you know what I'm talking about. I think Annihilation hit all the marks. I love this movie. I think it's great. Natalie Portman. And it's like mostly a female cast, too. The, the leads, like Jennifer Jason I Lee, do Gina like Rodriguez, that part, that it was all chicks that went into the void the second time. Yeah. Um, I just don't like, you know, we went over this a few times tonight. Um, I don't like when mostly bad shit happens to most of the people. Yeah, I can see It's that. not a positive thing. It's not a positive ending. This is I mean, a... that's not a just for this one. I just think there's too many flaws. It wasn't realistic. It wasn't Bible. Hey, was the sheet ghost movie this year uh no ghost story that's 2017 i believe okay no i would have put it on your it thing. reminded me of it a lot oh what yeah some of the things about it just kind of reminded me of that this movie is i i just i really love it and the director so he did ex machina as well these are his only two films ex machina and annihilation if he has a movie coming out i definitely want to see it and i want to see it in the theater too because i think he is a theater direct like i think these type of movies need to be seen in a theater to be fully appreciated i i don't even remember if we saw this in the theater i no. know i watched it at home once i watched at it at home and that's a that's a shame because i think this movie would have been even better in a theater the way it's structured the the shimmer this is a, a large sci-fi movie but i really love this movie it's possible that this is this is number three right now it's possible this could be higher you know if i look back on this one day but all right you're number two the favorite Number two is your I name? know. I thought that was your number one. I know, so did I. All right, The Favorite. I love The Favorite. We'll just I talk about it at the same the time. Favorite. That's my number two as well. Oh, both of our number favorite. two. Favorite. So we're close on blind spotting placement. Dearest. I'm on The Favorite placement. Yeah, so we've got Favorite and blind spotting in our top five. I thought Annihilation would be on yours as well, though. I, That's weird. You don't even really? care about it. Yeah. Oh, I, interesting. All right, so do you want to do a trailer on The Favorite, or do you want to do a scene particular? I'm not or? a huge sci-fi fan. Yeah. You're not going to see me putting any superhero, any sci-fi movie, except 2019, I have a superhero 2017. Movie. Oh, on 2019? Mm -hmm. So our next episode will be 2019 Top 10, and she has a superhero movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the hell came it out. It might change if we watch oh, more movies. Oh, I think movies. I know what it is. You know what it is. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I'm a sucker for... I think so. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I think it was one thing, and I just thought it was something else. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Tune in next episode, 2019 Top 10. So uh, the favorite is our both of our number twos. Um, we'll just watch this really quick and we'll talk about it. Your problem is... Dearest Queen, you are mad. Really giving me a palace. It is a monstrous extravagance. Mrs. Molly, we are at war. We won. Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. The Queen is an extraordinary person. They were all staring, weren't they? I can tell even if I can't see, and I heard the word fat. Fat and ugly. No one but me would dare, and I did not. She's been stalked by tragedy. Everyone leaves me. Dies. Ah! 
I apologize for my appearance. I hoped I might be employed here by you as something. A monster for the children to play with, perhaps. <sighs> it is important to make new friends in court, is it not? You're so beautiful. Stop it, I, you mock me. If I were a man, I would ravish you. <laughs> you have become close to Abigail. She is a viper. You're jealous. You must send Abigail away. I do not want to. Let's shoot something. Sometimes it is hard to remember whether you have loaded the pellet or not. I must take control of my circumstance. Throw! I'm on my side. Always. Favour is a breeze that shifts direction all the time. Then, in an instant, you're back sleeping with a bunch of scabrous whores. As it turns out, I am capable of much unpleasantness. <laughs> Did you just look at me? Look at me! How dare you! Close your eyes! Stand by and let you destroy me. <laughs> you are enjoying all of this, aren't you? <laughs> oh, it is fun to be queen sometimes. If you do not go, I will start kicking you. And I will not stop. My dear friend, how good to see you've returned from hell. I'm sure you shall pass through it one day. <clears throat> so... I just want to say, yeah. my one and two are neck and neck. That's crazy. I don't know what your number one is. I know. I you're this so is shocked. One. I know you're going to be shocked. Jesus Christ. My one and two are neck and neck. I'm not sold on which one's one or two, but I named this one two because that's how it presented itself on my list. Hmm. Um, I love this movie. I, what I dislike is the ending. Of the next movie? Of this movie. Oh, this movie. The only thing I don't like is the ending because I feel like a bad guy won in oh, this yeah, story. Oh, yeah, the negative ending. And I don't like weird, bad guys you like, winning. You like French things, what but that's French? a French ending. I don't know Dark what endings. you're talking about with French. You're a French lover. That's just so weird. You're a traitor weird. to America. You're so weird. This is a French ending. It's a that darker ending. That has nothing ending. to do with anything. I think... Absolutely nothing. I don't even know where you came up with the French thing. It happens in almost like half of the movies we've talked about tonight. That's true. And so shut the fuck up with your French. It's, a, it's, it's like an American... like So like an American ending would be something that's more positive. Everybody... You walk out of the theater feeling good, therefore you'll go buy more, you know, tickets to that type, the, the movie. They want to sell more tickets, whereas a French ending or uh, a darker ending leaves, you leave the theater feeling like, God damn, that sucked. You know? The thing is, you can have tragedy without making it completely miserable. Yeah. And Do you feel like this was completely miserable? This wasn't. I'm just talking about in general. Yeah. That's why this movie's so good. But it was unfortunate. It was a very frustrating ending. But all the characters were kind of bad. But they were still, like, had good aspects to them. And you, you could understand them, relate to them. Um, there, were, there were too many things, I think. I don't know. This was a bad year, I'm going to say, because there was a lot of really good movies, but there was not any really great movies. Yeah, I would say, especially, so 2018, um, I only think the top three movies of mine, I mean, I guess Blind Spotting and Stars Born up there, the top five, are really, really, you know, memorable movies. But I agree, like, it, this year wasn't as great as, like, 2019 to me was one of the best years 
in a long time. There's so many goddamn great movies last year. But yeah, I agree. This movie... So this movie is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. He directed The Lobster and A Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, I love Lobster. What did you like more? I love Lobster. Lobster or the favorite? Like? Like, if I was going to watch a movie again, I would want to watch The Lobster. I don't know how to determine whether I like it more or not. I really liked this movie. I thought this was a great movie. There were so many good things about it. Um, But here's the thing. If I think about it, and if I'm going to add a movie to like one of my all-time favorites, it would be The Kindergarten Teacher Jesus. out of all of these. Even higher than this? But I wouldn't rate it higher uh, yeah, that makes sense, in terms of rating it. But for me, it's just more of the kind of movie I like. It's yeah. like... It's like a, an individual troubled, I think that's what it is, like having a solo female like battling with something and having like a tr- troubles that are embedded in like positive morals. Like the intentions are good, but the actions are bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's something, I don't know what it is. Well, I was telling you that, that's like one of my uh, biases is a, is a female character going through tragedy. And I think... The all all three of the women, Olivia Coleman, Rachel Weiss, and uh, Emma Stone, were all kind of going through. They each they each all played a uh, role of tragedy with the other. I think they all they form this triangle of. What's the the queen? The queen really had the most tragedy, yeah. but she was also kind of a pretty. She was like an enabler too. Yeah, she was a bad. Like they were, they were all bad people. Yeah, th- I think my one... favorite character was um, what's the brunette's name? Rachel Weiss, the brunette. Yeah, I don't know. Is that her name? The yeah, Rachel Weiss. The what was her character's the name? The first one that was the queen's, her. Ca- what was the character? I don't know, but name? she was the first one that was the queen's okay. sidekick, right? Just call her Rachel. Then I don't like that last name. Um. Anyway, she's my favorite character, and so that's like I don't know. I don't know. See, I like Emma Stone. In most. in all reality, I wanted this one to win. Oh yeah, but be- yeah, best picture. I wrote that down when I did this review too. Is the favorite was by far. By far, I mean, uh, *Stars Born* is very good, but the favorite to me is by far better than than all the other movies nominated for Best Picture on the Oscars. Um, it's my number two movie of the year. I just think it's so well put together. This movie really solidified Emma Stone for me as my favorite female actress. It used to be Kate Winslet, hmm. you know, *Titanic* and all that. That used to be my number one, but I think she is my favorite actress. She was in *La La Land*. This movie, there are so many movies she's done that. This movie just kind of solidified that for me. I loved her character in this movie. I loved the dynamic between the three women. And I didn't see this movie going this way at all. I didn't know that this is the way this movie was going to go. I didn't know there was so much sexual stuff going on. And I think there were so many scenes in this movie that were like paintings. Like they literally could just be still shotted and then you could just put them up on the wall as a painting. It was such so beautifully shot. There were a few problems I had with it when he did the extreme wide angle lens, I think it looked kind of cool and everything and it was, it was neat, but it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit, which was one of the flaws of the movie, which I didn't really uh, get sucked into any of the characters there. And I think part of it was because I noticed that it was a movie too many times. In Where Annihilation? Did... No, in, uh, in, uh, in um, The Favorite. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. interesting. interesting. I just noticed it was a movie because he would use that extreme wide angle lens and, You'd see this weird distortion, and sometimes it felt like a play. Um, but like, this is really nitpicky. I think this movie was great. I love this movie. The favorite for sure. Exactly. That's two. kind of what I'm feeling. Like, 
it's nitpicky to say anything negative about it, but it I think it should have totally won. And I say that, and I guess I should just tell you my number one now. Yeah. I have no idea what yours is. Mine is if Bill Street could talk, but my number oh, one Jesus. is my number two. So they're the same. They're kind of neck and neck, like I said, but it's just number one on my list right now. I think sometimes when I think about it, I, I like if Bill Street could talk more. Yeah, if Bill Street could talk, um, do you think that's my number one? Why would that be your number one? I doubt it. That's a great movie. I think um, this scene that we're about to watch, it's not really a spoiler because this is what the entire film is about, but... This movie or this scene kind of exemplifies what's great about this movie, what this movie is like, the tone of this movie, the characters, the acting. I think this just kind of solidifies what it is. I had daddy ask you all to come over so I could tell you what I had to tell Fani today. What I had to tell Fani today is Fani's gonna be a father, we're gonna have a baby. You and me, we fixing to go out and get drunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Don't worry, I'm, I'm mighty glad. <laughs> and who's gonna be responsible for this baby? The father and the mother. You can bet it won't be the holy damn ghost. I guess you call your lustful action love. I don't. I always knew you'd be the destruction of my son. The Bible says, put to death, therefore, all that is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness. That child was born of sin. And the Holy Ghost is going to cause it to shrivel in your womb. But my son, my son will be forgiven. My prayers are... Frank. I think you'll find it still pumping, but I wouldn't call it no heart. Help me, help me. Come on, mama. Come on. Joe, let the women take care of her, man. Come on. Joseph. Joseph, go on. Go on, we don't need you here. All right. Okay, you guys. Yeah, I think that is a great... It's great. It's just great all around. Great acting, great cinematography, the way it looks. It feels like an authentic piece. What did you think? Like, why is this your favorite movie of the year? This is in my also-rans. It's what? In my also-rans, like my 10 through 23. Jesse, don't just make up random names to never heard things. never also I don't care. It's just a dumb thing to say. Okay. okay. Why is this your Okay. Best? My also-rans. Um... I just, it's, it's authenticity, it's believability, it's, it's um, the story, it's the way it made me feel, it's, uh, that's the thing is I watched another scene in the trailer and I literally wanted to cry just watching the trailer, like it, it affected me, it had an impact to me, so that's why it ended up on my top is just the way it made me feel, really. And it was just a good movie. I didn't see a lot wrong with it. I didn't see any acting flaws. I didn't no. see any I didn't see any story flaws. I didn't see any problems with it. Everyone was just great actors. Everything. Um 
And then it was, it left the, so this is what I do like. It's not necessarily, it wasn't a happy ending. It was like an unknown. It was an open ending. Mm. And I like the open endings more because they, you know, they, they leave it to your imagination almost. Like you, you, they don't kill everybody or almost everybody or they don't ruin people's lives. But they, and I think it was based on a true story. Hmm. I don't know. If um, I vaguely remember something like that, but I could be mistaken. I I don't know. Um, I just I just thought it was a really good movie. This movie didn't have enough superheroes for me. I know you really there love was superheroes. No lasers. I'm pretty sure Joker is your number one for 2018. For next, 2019? No, 2018. 2018 is not no. I'm Joker. pretty sure Joker oh, is your number one for there. 2018. <laughs> it snuck into 2018. I'm certain of it. Yeah, if this movie had more superheroes or super villains, Action, I would like. Yeah, yeah, or science fiction or something unrealistic, you'd probably love it. No, I... it's too realistic. It's too real for you. Uh, no, my number... Yeah, yeah, your number one is what? All the ones are not... What's your number one? What's your number one? Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) What's your number one, asshole? Can you not guess what my number one is? I have no idea. I want to say quickly about A Bill Street Could Talk. Oh, you don't want to talk about your number one. No, I will. I just, I want to say what I thought about it. I thought it was very good. I agree with you. It's It's not even in your top ten. That's It's in my also ran. Shock. I don't, stop making up stupid (laughs) random shit. It's, uh... I, I agree with you. It's a it's a pretty flawless movie. There's nothing like no there. It's flawless, movie. but it's not in your top ten. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of flawed movies on your top ten. Yeah. Tell me why. And actually, that's that's a good lead in. My number one movie is the most flawed movie <laughs> out of all these movies. Because I know you, you're sucker. No, it is the most flawed movie. But everything that is not flawed about it is a masterpiece. This movie would be five stars. My top five films of all time. If it stuck the landing the problem is is by the the very last 10 minutes or so it just really screwed everything up for me will you just you tell me this what is? this stupid movie is Do you not know what it is no i just know it's stupid it's absolutely not stupid and i guarantee you it it shocked the shit out of you when you watch this you don't know what this is oh i know ari aster Ari Aster's debut film, Hereditary. Hereditary. Hereditary is a goddamn... You have problems. That is one of the... I knew what it was. I should have known that. Yeah, this movie, Hereditary, to me, is is far and away better than everything else on my list. But it's the most flawed movie there is out there. Um, the first... Or the, the entire movie up to the last 15 or so minutes, I think were just best the best movie making I've ever seen. Everything about it. There, there's a death scene, and it's not even sci-fi or superheroes. It's horror, which yeah. is not even my. I don't horror is not my big genre. Except that it is. Not really. There's no other horror film. You're on, like, oh, what's your number one for 2019? Annihilation is a horror movie, but that and I guess a Quiet Place. So I have three horror movies in my top mm-hmm. ten. So that's, mm-hmm. I guess I, you could say that. Mm-hmm. My favorite genre is like drama. I think that's my mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah, you say that. But how many dramas do you hey, have what, on there? What's your top favorite 10? genre? So uh, if Bill Street Could Talk is like, what is that, drama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, that's my favorite. I like favorite, <laughs> Star is Born, Blind Spotting. That was kind of like a comedy, though. Um, El Royale, it's kind of like a comedy. Vice, a little bit of a comedy. I guess like comedy and drama and horror. <laughs> you mostly like comedy? And what do you call superhero movies? No, but... but the and thing science is, fiction. Mm, super uh, Infinity War is the only superhero movie on my top. 
And I don't. Every year, you're gonna have a superhero movie. In if your they're box. great, every year. If they're great, superhero movies are not great. This one was Infinity uh-huh, War was a good. Sure, no, no, it wasn't a great sure movie. It was a very was. good movie. But sure 2018 was. didn't have a lot of great movies, though. You admit that, right? 2018 wasn't a great year for movies. There were like a few that you're just like, yeah, I love this. But movie. there yeah. was a lot that were better than. Anyway, continue your rant on Infinity Hereditary. Infinity War was officially the sixth best movie of the year. <gasps> officially. Officially, yeah, officially. unbiased. Logical. Okay, so I want to play you an example of why Hereditary is on my list. So you got to tell me, you got to admit that what you're about to watch is different than most of the other movies in our top 10, I think. I just want to say for a horror movie, this isn't terrible. Like, I I actually, yeah, I was like, what the fuck at the end of this movie? And I didn't think it was horrible, but it was a horror movie and it definitely didn't end on my top. I can't believe that. I thought it was going to be in your top ten. Funny. Just from appreciation standpoint, but. Yeah, I kind of went off of what do I like more and organized it that way. So I may cut a little bit off of this scene because it's a spoiler, but we'll just watch a little bit of it. Is there something on your mind? Is there something on your mind? It just seems like there might be something you want to say yeah like what i mean why would i want to say something so i could watch you sneer at me sneer at you i don't ever sneer at you oh sweetie you don't have to you get your point across okay so fine then say what you want to say then peter i don't want to say anything i've tried saying okay so try again release yourself oh release you you mean yeah fine release me just say it just fucking say it don't you swear at me you little shit don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face. So full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. And I know you're in pain and I wish I could take that away for you. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did. And what a waste. <laughs> If it could have maybe brought us together or something. If you could have just said, I'm sorry, or faced up to what happened. Maybe, man, we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So now I can't accept. And I can't forgive. Because... Because nobody admits anything they've done! So that's just another, an example of why I think that movie's so great. Um, Tony Collette, the the lady you heard just yelling right there. I think that's, if I had to like just think of it off the top of my head, that's the best performance in any movie I've ever seen is Tony Collette in Hereditary. Mm. And so when I see something like that, except she's not your favorite actress. She's not. I mean, she's up there though. It's just that I don't know very many movies. I haven't seen a ton from her. You know mm. where. And I don't know. I will have to say that that performance was very authentic. And everybody and was. Even the everybody. little boy. The little everybody. boy is incredible. He's not even a little boy. The teenager. Yeah. That was, there was just such a tragic movie. Yeah. And if it would have ended a little differently, yeah. it would have probably ended up on my top ten. 
but it didn't. It ended like it did. And you hated it. I mean, you hated the way it made you feel too, right? And and that's the other thing is I can't stand being put through trauma. Yeah, it's I can't trauma. stand yeah. being feeling all those negative emotions. It's not it's not healthy for me, and I can't do it. So that knocks it right off for me. Yeah, it it's definitely a traumatic movie, and I remember. I watched it twice and the first time I watched it with you and I felt like bad for you. Like you shouldn't be watching this kind of, mm, it's just horrifying. It makes you feel. And I remember the first thing I said after this was like, I don't want that in my head. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. That's a brutal, it's such a intense. Movie, I didn't want it in my head, but it's, it's so worth it though. When I watched it again, I, you just appreciate it so much more without going into spoilers. There, there are things that happen at the end. That just take away from what's brilliant about the first 90% of the movie. And most of it is like a dramatic family drama. That's mainly what it is. When the horror aspects come into it, it actually takes it down a notch, I think. All the family... There's a death scene in this movie that is, is also... It's again, it's like one of my favorite death scenes or a scene that it's a death of a character that I've ever seen in any movie. I love the it way... Was, it was just out of nowhere. The way Ari Aster handles that death scene is... Just, so a lot of horror movies will focus on the gore or the the intensity of what just happened. They'll, they'll show some, like in a dramatic death scene, but what he does here is he lets it linger. He That's what he's a master at. He lets... It's kind of like The Shining. You're lingering through this... You know what happened. You know that somebody just died. And he lets it linger until he just hits you with it. And Tony Collette is the perfect person to act out what's going on on the screen. She's just so good. Without her, I mean, I don't know if she would he would have been able to pull off what he did. But when he what he did with the death scene in this movie where a character dies and they don't, they don't, they don't let you feel it because the characters don't feel it. The character is feeling it, but he's not or the character is not um, acknowledging it almost. And and the camera just le- lingers on him, him analyzing it in his mind and going over what just happened. And then when, it, when another character finds out who had died, just hits you with it. And it's so well done. I think it's beautifully done. But again, yeah, at the end, it kind of just faded away into kind of horror, unrealism, um, and it just kind of took away a little bit for me, but I think this is damn near a masterpiece other than a few problems I had with it. You All have right. any other words about that one? I do not. Yeah. I, I do not. I can't believe that wasn't on your top. I, I couldn't. There's no way. I couldn't even thinking about it now. I mean, yeah, it probably could fit in ahead of like, I didn't. I don't know. I could probably have fitted in there somewhere if I wanted to rearrange it all and think about it, but like. I don't know. It's hard. I just. I just couldn't add it. Yeah, well, it's also something that you didn't just really enjoy, too. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like a movie that didn't make you feel good, you didn't like it, yep. but I appreciate this movie so goddamn much. And this, the director. Right now, if I had to name my favorite director, it's him. Not that he's put out the most content. He only has two movies, um, Hereditary and Midsummer. But when he releases a movie, I'm like quickly in line for this because I think he's a master. I think he's a future master. I think he's Kubrick. He's 
he's right up there with the greats, I think. So I'm very excited about that. So once you do your list really quick, just one through or uh, ten through ten through one really quick. Like I'll, I'll do mine. Reiterate it. Yeah. So mine is mid '90s Vice, A Quiet Place, um, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, Avengers: Infinity War, Blind Spotting, A Star Is Born, Annihilation, The Favorite, and Hereditary. Okay, so did you start from one? Ten. All right, ten. I think ten for me was honestly all of mine were kind of grouped together. So ten was Sister Brothers, nine was Star Was Born, mm-hmm. eight was Roma. But I think that those three were kind of interchangeable. Mostly Star Is Born and Sister Brothers can kind of swap spaces. Um, I think Roma's pretty set where it's at at number eight. Private Life, Mid-90s, and A Quiet Place, same thing. They were all kind of interchangeable, 765. Um, and then, and then I'm, I mean, I don't know. If I think about it, I could have put Hereditary in there somewhere under. Maybe you should watch it again. Under five. I don't know if I can do that. I can't put myself through that. Yeah. Um, and then four, Blind Spotting, three, Kindergarten Teacher, um, two and one, are the favorite and if Bill Street could talk. I'm going to say that I thought blind spotting could potentially be above kindergarten teacher, but it, it couldn't. It's it's set right there at four and three for kindergarten teacher. But I kind of feel like kinder, the top three could, could play around with each other depending on my moods. But definitely one and two were, were neck and neck. Yeah, well, pretty strong. I just, the kindergarten teacher is the only one. But all right, do you have any also rans? Um, no, I didn't do really know? do that. Okay. I What I did is um, I didn't take any. I just took them off the list and kept it to 10. Oh. So the one I kicked off was uh, El Royale. Oh, yeah. That times. would have been 11 or 10. It El Royale and Sisters Brothers were kind of neck and neck with each other, but I decided Sisters Brothers just won that one. Um, and then there were still a lot of other movies that I kind of played with. To get there, so well, that, wonder, that's that's final. Well, I wonder if uh, you might have forgot a couple because these are these are my Alsorans, and I'm wondering if I say two of these actually, if you're gonna be like, oh damn it, I forgot that one. So um, I told you guys I kicked off Upgrade, Climax. Those are really close to the top ten, and then uh, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, very like top of the line. Oh, I thought Spider-Man was a 2019 movie. It almost made it. Spider-Man almost made it on my top. Yeah. It didn't. Yes, I know, because maybe you were like worried, like I can't put a guy in a superhero. I just didn't. Yeah, it was right there for me as well. Um, A Private Life was almost on there. Eighth grade. Yeah, I liked eighth grade. I didn't like it that much. I didn't like it in the top ten. That's what I thought for sure was going to be. It was in my top top list but yeah. it wasn't in my top 10 anyway yeah, eighth grade was when i bo burnham directed it and i love bo burnham Kurt, keep going bo burnham okay deadpool 2 was that close keep to going black panther great keep, film keep going green book very good movie mm-hmm. sisters brothers if beale street could talk bohemian rhapsody yeah it, yeah why wasn't that in your list i know i really liked that movie i thought for sure that one was gonna be in your top it two. almost was and then I realized um, I really liked it, and I love Queen, and I loved all the music in that movie, and I don't know why it's not in my top list. Yeah, it should weird. be above the Stars Born, oh, for sure. 
um, in Roma and private life. I mean, these lists are hard, yeah, and I kind of was going off of how I was feeling that day. So Bohemian Rhapsody was originally on my top ten and somehow got kicked out, and it might have been a mistake. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought for sure that would be – I thought that would be like your top three or something. Yeah, it's probably um, a mistake because it was one of my tops when I watched it when in the year. Uh, what happened is I rewatched the trailers, and then I – I think I said, ah, oh, you know, that's not as impactful. Thinking about it, where's the impact? How do yeah. I feel about it? What was great about it was the music, which mm-hmm. is not a testament mm-hmm. to the movie. It's exactly. Like, mm. It wasn't a terrible movie. It just it didn't have a lot of impact for me. And it was a great story, but I just, I didn't, it didn't make it for that reason. I couldn't validate it. Yeah. All right, and then another one, Can You Ever, ever, can you ever Forgive Me? Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, same thing. Yeah, I really like that movie. And then the one that I don't think you even considered, but I thought was very well done and very entertaining and for what it was, was very good. And I'm going to keep like building up. And keep talking it and keep going. Mary Poppins. Oh my God. I thought Mary Poppins was very well done. You're just crazy. I did not enjoy that movie. It was one of those movies where I was sitting there like. Emily Blunt killed it. No. She was great as Mary Poppins. I thought she was great. So. That was the only one that was kind of weird. I, think, I, so. I didn't enjoy it. Mary Poppins was not for me. Um, I was going to... Oh, the the Oscar movie. So, like, what made it? Three and three of ours, right? Yours was Roma. Stars Born and the Favorite, yeah. And mine was Favorite, Stars Born, and Vice. And you guessed it cor- correctly. Of course I did. All right, so that's our top tens. Next time will be top tens from 2019, but we just haven't been able to do that yet because we have a few movies to watch. Bombshell, Nightingale. We are watching Bombshell next. Uh, And there's one more. There's one more female movie that I want to watch that you keep trying to pretend doesn't exist. We watched Harriet. Is Harriet going to be in your top ten? Are you joking right now? (laughs) That was one of the ones you wanted to watch. What was the other one? No, your daughter wanted to watch that one, Derek. Uh, we gotta watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Bombshell, a few others, but we'll watch There's those. There's another one. And then next one will be the top ten from 2019. All these motherfucking people that talk while I'm watching the film. Talk during my drama, then there's gonna be drama. Talk during my horror, then there's gonna be horror. Talk during my comedy, that don't bother me. But when I'm watching my movie, just don't talk to me. Talk during my gangster flick, I get gangster. Talk during my sci-fi, me my lightsaber. Talk during my Comedy that don't bother me When I'm watching my movie Just don't bother me When I'm watching the scary movie Don't say it Whoa, 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 whoa that was scary When we're watching the drama, baby Don't ask me What, 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 what just happened? When we're watching the scary movie Don't say it Whoa, 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 whoa that was scary When we're watching the drama, baby Don't ask me What, 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 what just happened?